hello everybody how are you today i hope today has been the best day you ever had well now you're listening to me a guy called bruno so there's been a lot going on in the news today talk about funny kanye west today he posted a bunch of stuff on it you know he's always posting things that are just like out of the ordinary but that's kanye west if it wasn't if he's not doing anything crazy then he is not kanye west today he peed on one of his 21 grammys now i'm not sure if it was the real actual like grammy that he whizzed on or if it's just like a replica of the statuette yeah we'll get more into that later and also we have cardi b and offset separating getting divorced she filed for divorce biggie's crown selling for six hundred thousand dollars okay about six hundred thousand dollars and then we have uh andrew gillum he's uh come out as bisexual and then we're gonna talk about the cuties yes you know the cuties the controversial film on netflix that everybody's trying to cancel and then we're gonna talk about roy jones roy jones versus mike tyson Ah, you like that music in the background, huh? You like that music in the background. Okay, so let's get to bidness, my friends. Let's get to bidness. Okay, so we have presidential candidate Kanye James West. Okay, I don't know his uh, middle name, but I just made that up. So he's been in the news lately. And like I said, when he's in the news, you know it's going to be controversial. You know it's going to be cockamamie. It's going to just be straight up weird stuff. So... You know, Kanye, he always starts off real well, right? He, he, he means well. I, th- I think he means well, right? So he started off talking about, you know, black ownership and discussed how um, owners of NBA franchises and, you know, music um, business corporations and stuff like that are owned by white. And he's not really pleased at the fact that he's not getting a piece of the pie, you know, feels that Universal Music Group, they're not giving him the chance to buy his own master's. And if you're familiar with like um, the music business, there's a lot of money in masters. Okay, I remember like a few years ago, Jay Z brought his for five million, and Kanye has money because Kanye is not only a billionaire. Apparently, he's a multi-billionaire. That just came out of nowhere. So I'm pretty sure he could afford his his, his catalog. So you know, he feels that because he's super rich at this point or rich at this point that he is the voice of the voiceless that he can speak for the diaspora he can speak for other artists who maybe cannot speak about the things that happen like in terms of like um contract negotiations and these one-sided contracts and how like apparently kanye west is trying to create a movement of sort where he wants artists to have more share over their more ownership basically over their um music unfortunately he has a habit of distorting his own message right everything was going well but then he started like posting his whole like 
um, contract. Like, there's like all like, I don't know how many pages. I just like lost interest after like the 27th post. I'm not sure if anybody else actually ever read it, but you know, as usual, Kanye is going to Kanye himself. He posted a video of himself peeing on one of his 21 Grammys. I don't know if it's real or not. So I, I'm going to go out on a limp and say he did not really pee on his um his statue because I, I don't see anyone. Well, then again, I don't know Kanye. So he probably did do something like that. And unfortunately, he ended up getting he ended up getting um banned on Twitter. So far, I haven't seen him repost anything. He's been banned for the past nine hours. So he hasn't posted anything yet. He did say that um, Rick, well, not him, but Rick Fox. Rick Fox, the um, he used to be an NBA basketball player. He said that Kanye was banned for 12 hours. Kanye basically is speaking through Rick Fox. So Kanye does have, um, he has some pull. So honestly, here, here's my here's here here's what Bruno thinks. Okay, now I think it's a power play, and Kanye is clearly a marketing genius. He knows what he's doing. He knows that whenever he says anything, that it, that people are gonna listen. Right? That's the thing about people like Kanye. Well, Kanye, there's nobody else like him. He's the only person like him. Um, people listen. So whenever he says anything, people like whether you hate him or not, you're he, he just draws you in for some reason. Ever since he started, he just draws people in. So maybe he has a product coming out, right? Maybe he has like a new one of his uh clothing lines, a new collection of his clothing line, or he's trying to create his own like uh publishing company or something like that. I'm not sure if he has one already, but um, yeah, I don't think anybody really read all his like contract issues, but apparently he's still like, he feels that um, we should just take, well, artists should take ownership, especially black artists should take ownership. And so we have other celebrities too, that are standing up to the man. Yes. We have celebrities who, who are fighting for our um, rights we have celebrities who, who who are looking out for the little man. Well, not really. But so we have like a group of, you know, influencers. I would. OK, I'm going to say celebrities. I, I don't think influencers are like legit celebrities. So because um, this involves Kim Kardashian, Mark Ruffalo, Sasha Cohen, uh, Michael B. Jordan's on it and Ashton Kutcher and Katy Perry. So there's this um, thing where they're trying to stop the hate because Facebook, of course, is like a haven for like trolls, haters. It's just like where they spread mass information, misinformation, I'm sorry, conspiracies and, you know, things that's basically split America apart. And so what they're trying to do is not be on Facebook or Instagram for 24 hours. Now, I'm not really sure if that helps anybody, you know, like, and also isn't like Kim Kardashian's husband, like one of the people who helped with the spread of like not even spread, but he's like a threat to our democracies because um, isn't Kanye trying to run for president and 
the Republican um, political, I don't know how to, what they call themselves, agents, operatives, would love to have him run so that way he could take black voters away from um, Biden. So that's also an issue right there. But anyway, that's neither here nor there because two people could be married and they could have two different political um, ideologies. So, yeah. So with that being said, this uh, movement basically called Stop the Hate, right? Basically, they don't, as I mentioned, they don't want to be online for 24 hours. I'm not sure what that really accomplishes. You know, um, they should, like, get their hands dirty. How about not be on Instagram and Facebook for a month, right? Because in total, these people have like millions and millions of followers. You're really just depriving your followers. But I see the point, but how you really get them, right? Now, here's how the greater movement helps, right? To boycott um, Facebook. In July, you had companies like Starbucks, Coca-Cola, Verizon, that they would like basically take away their advertising dollars. So that's how you hit people. You know, protests are protests. Protesting is okay, but I think when you hit people in the pockets, that's when they start paying attention. That's when people start paying attention, is when you hit their pockets, right? So that actually led to Facebook, you know, removing a lot of groups. But of course, Facebook is always too late because of them not removing a hate group like, um, that's where that tragedy in Kenosha happened, where you had that 17-year-old scumbag who shot two people, you know, and Facebook was too late. It's always an error. It's always an error in judgment or an error, oh, a mistake. Yeah, but I think Facebook really doesn't do a good job in terms of stopping hate. At least Twitter is trying, you know, Twitter... <laughs> I got to say, Twitter really tried, but it just seems that like Facebook, they it's not on their agenda to end the hate in America or online. You know, they just care about their dollars. And unfortunately, like the impact of the whole um, celebrities not being online for 24 hours. It really was like there was really no impact at all. It was pretty Hell, the shares went up 32% for, for the year. So that just shows you that that was like a nice little thing that they did, but it really didn't do much, you know. Um, since we're on the subject of canceling major companies, I think we might as well start talking about Netflix. Yes, Netflix. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, so there's this film that's been angering people throwing people up in arms people are are besmirched because of this thing this film sorry I, i'm still um, getting better so this film called cuties it's like a foreign film uh the film is basically criticized for sexualizing children and the movie is about an 11-year-old girl who wants to rebel against her, what she perceives as her oppressive Muslim upbringing. I don't know why they had to put that up there, but yeah. So basically she joins a group of girls, like a talent contest. Um, and this is where girls do like pro 
provocative dancing. Now, this is 11-year-old girls I'm talking about. So these are like little ass kids. And um, they're like in sexual situations in the movie. And apparently, like the director said that what the film is about is basically it's talking about the nature of how society tries to sexualize children. But there was a Netflix poster which really like totally threw people up in arms and that's why and Netflix has had eight times more the cancellation rate than normal because of this movie so Netflix is up to you whether you want to continue down this road or not and I am definitely not going to watch this show give it any more attention than I just did so but at the same time we have to be honest with ourselves too like we have to stop this across the board and when i say across the board i'm talking about society in general like even western society because we watch these shows and you have little ass kids or you have grown actors these grown actors are basically portraying little kids and getting into sexual crazy situations and nobody says anything right and then we have things like like Britney, Britney Spears, right? Wasn't she like 15 year old, 15, ugh, 15 years old in a short skirt talking about her damn loneliness is killing her? We could go on and on and on about all this stuff, you know, and I also noticed that the media downplays like other things like, for example, a few weeks ago. There was this major operation where they got 30 plus kids to safety, right? And then they were able to like arrest a lot of, a lot of pedophiles because there was a pedophile ring going on, but nobody talks about that. Everybody wants to still just talk about Trump not being able to walk down some stairs, of course, but Hey, it sells papers, right? But, um, in other news, much more positive news, we have Biggie's Crown, and it got sold for $600,000. That's mad bread, bro, for a crown that originally cost six bucks. The photographer who shot the um, the legendary photo, you know the photo with Biggie. I have one of those shirts with Biggie with the crown, right? He said Puffy wasn't really down. I can understand where Puffy's coming from. He said Puffy wasn't down. With um, with the shot of Biggie with the crown because basically it would be associating Biggie with um with uh the Burger King, so but but Biggie has charisma, he has swag. Come on, man, nobody nobody, come on. If Jughead could get away with it, it's all good. But Biggie is Biggie, he has charisma, and I don't think anybody even thought about Burger King. And, um, hey, the thing was plastic too. So nobody even thought, thought about that part. So good luck to the guy who made $600,000. That's a pretty good, um, return on your investment. Shoot. And so we also have Cardi B and Offset in the news today. And it has nothing to do with WAP. It actually has to do with 
a divorce, unfortunately. So after three years of marriage, the couple has separated. And it was Cardi B who filed for divorce. Um, it's kind of weird, though. They seem to be doing fine, you know, when you watch TV and they seem to be okay. But, of course, everything, people can hate each other in a in a marriage and when they go to church they all seem like they're all cool with each other and you know they're loving each other or you see like the perfect family i've even seen it when i've worked in a restaurant before right i saw some guy he he was with his wife and children all lovey-dovey and all that stuff and then maybe three weeks later he was like yo you didn't see me and he was with some other girl and i'm like you know People are going to people. But like I was saying, so the marriage, um, she filed for divorce. So the marriage was irretrievably broken and there's no prospect for reconciliation. Who knows? She's taken him back, though. Like in the past, she has taken him back. She's um, when he cheated on her the first time, like in their marriage, I'm talking about. She took him back and she said, you know, when it's death, do us part. It has nothing to do. It's not just you know, little arguments by the refrigerator. It's other things too. But unfortunately, everybody has their um, their limit. You know, everybody has their limit because apparently more women have come forward and claimed that they had an unfair with Mr. Offset, even though he denied it, but there was just too much. Now, this is based on what an inserter said. So I'm not sure if... What's really going on, whether he really did or he did not, you know, but um, like apparently the insider claimed that she's had enough and she's not dealing with the BS anymore. So apparently they're friendly. Well, she wants to basically co-parent, you know, but still have custody. But, you know, be friendly about this um, divorce. Keep it amicable, you know, Um that's good, though. It's good when you can still, even though things don't work out, you know, like in a marriage, but you could still make sure that your child has a great life, you know, regardless of what happens, the child doesn't suffer. So I respect that, you know, talking about infidelity of sort. Hmm. So anybody, do you remember... This gentleman called Andrew Gillum. Anybody? Anybody remembers Andrew Gillum? Okay. I'm talking to myself. So, Andrew Gillum was, he ran for governor in Florida about two years ago, I believe, or a year ago. And he, the guy seemed all good. Like, he had great speeches. He was like an American sweetheart. Unfortunately, he lost to um, Ron DeSantis, who Screwed up Florida pretty much even more, you know, because Florida now their COVID rate is still high because of him and him wanting to open things up. Oh, oh my God. I don't know what's going on with this party. Republicans, you need to get yourselves in check. Like y'all need to really stop with this whole drinking of the Kool-Aid thing. All right. Join the Lincoln Project or something because you guys are about to kill your own party. So come on, step your game up, guys. Stop it. But anyway. Um, let's get back to Andrew Gillum. He was like, he, he came out as bisexual after he was caught drunk 
and passed out off his ass in a hotel with uh, his friend and a male hooker. And there was meth and sorry, and there was alcohol all over the place. So apparently his wife already knew that um, he was bisexual and some Twitter, a lot of people on Twitter are saying that he's brave and that, you know, he's um, him coming out as bisexual is basically um, helps other bisexual people try to, you know, it, it will motivate them to like seek public office and um, remove the stigma for bisexuality and, you know, have, you know, more inclusiveness for the LGBT community. But other people, on the other hand, of course, it's, you know, it's, uh, how do I say the word? It's Instagrams. Not Instagram. Oh, I take that back. I'm so sorry. It's Twitter. So Twitter always has, you know, positive people. And then you have the other people, you know, the cancel, the cancelers, right? Okay. We, we need a term for these, for people. We have the cancelers because they just... Anyone that they don't like, they just have to cancel them. But um, some people are calling him a coward because he waited this long for him to come out as a bisexual. He waited till he got caught in a very compromising position for him to come out as bisexual. He didn't live his truth the whole time. Now, Andrew Gillum has stated that he is not gay. He doesn't identify himself as gay. He identify himself as a bisexual and apparently by exclusion by deletion, something about some, some word like that. Basically um, there's even a stigma against bisexuals. Like there's a no by visibility and hopefully he can help with that. So I guess there's some good that comes out of this. I mean, come on, look folks. Sure. He was caught. He was caught with meth in his room, drunk with a male prostitute. But doesn't sound so bad because our president is Donald Trump. So, yeah, right? And then we have Roy Jones, okay? We have Roy Jones in the news because he's saying that maybe he's made a mistake accepting the fight with... Um, Mike Tyson, anybody who's been watching basically the news or TV or YouTube clips, YouTube clips, right? Have you seen these YouTube clips with uh, coach Rafael Cordero? Yes. With Mike Tyson and Mike Tyson just like striking crazy, like ferocious. It almost looks almost looks like he's about to knock off um, coach Cordero's head off. And it's just insane because that's the type of coach you would need. All right. That's the type of coach you need for striking King MMA's um, Ralph Cordero. So he's helped create a lot of champions, you know, champions like Fabrice, uh, Fabricio Verdum, you know, Rafael. Oh, my mind is drawing blanks. What is going on with me right now? But anyway, so. Oh, it's because I took CBD and CBN, which makes me fall asleep. And you do not care about that. You don't. I understand. I understand. So anyway, what was I going with this? Oh, 
my God, my brain just hit a total fart right now. Yeah, so I think Tyson, he basically, because Tyson has been looking very scary in these videos, but practice is much different from when you get into the ring, right? Now, I don't know if Roy Jones has taken his training seriously because this is still Mike Tyson. He could still knock you out. That's all it takes is one knockout. And Mike Tyson is much, from what I see, he's much bigger than um than our guy um Roy Jones. So I'm not sure if Roy Jones knew what he signed up for. All I hope is that it's a competitive fight. I will see you later.